Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh, that's Fantasy it worked for the rock and it's gonna work for me. Yeah! TSS Fantasy! Yeah! TSS Fantasy! And you just got fired. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy! You just got fired. That's way. Yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah. Yes. 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 Fred is in the house tonight, and it looks like he's doing his laundry tonight, to say the least. Justin, I'm sorry. What were we going to say, man? I'm sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. That is a very high-priced load of laundry right there. Let's see that <laughs> Hall of Fame patch. I saw the signature. Let's see that Hall of Fame patch on there, baby. Hey, Turn that shit around. Ooh. Look at that. Ooh. Hall of Fame. And then you got the, look, 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 the signature with the oh, Hall of Fame 2022. Leroy Butler, thank you so much. Blessing us. Let's just go ahead and plug it now. If you're watching live, hit the subscribe button. Fred just showed it to you. It's there for the taking. Just hit subscribe. You could win a signed Hall of Fame jersey by the man himself, Leroy Butler. Thank you so much for giving that to us, sir. We'll give that away Hall of Fame weekend. Let's get our introduction started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Hey guys, it is the time, it is 49er time, it is bang bang 49er game, let's freaking go. I love it, I love to see Leroy Butler, baby, coming through big time. I love that jersey, and glad to be on the show of the people, let's go. Our Niner Insider is probably the most dressed up I've seen him yet, still drinking that drink though. All right, also welcome into the studio, Nick you got slandered macaronis. Yes, yes. Nice to be back in the city of San Francisco. Beautiful city. I was there a few years ago. Loved it. It's one of my top five all-time favorite cities. Uh, it's, and I'm also equally happy to see my co-host, Justin, so happy tonight. I love to see my friends when they're happy, when they're, when they're miserable. Um, really private cool. part-timer over, over, over here wants to be... Um, you know, him over here, he wants to show, show up whenever he wants. Um, while he's showing up, he should be looking at tssfantasy.com 
Why? Because we have all the best rankings where it's a highly comprehensive fantasy football website. We have a fantastic writer named Greg the Juice OJ Mayer. He writes for our, our little segment called Knights of the Roundtable. Check it out. He's got insights about games and players and things to look out for and just general perceptions that he finds interesting for you to share. So anyway, also on our website, we have merchandise. Don't forget to check all that out. And then Cooper is going to take it away. Yes, finally. All right. Yeah, listen, (laughs) we're in San Francisco. And speaking of a guy who likes treats, here he is. Welcome in Fred the Jester Reyes. Yes, I am here. I got here right on time. I am here for the show. Big 49ers day. I know I know. Justin's happy for the day. I missed the Jets one. But, hey, listen, you're looking pretty good. You're all decked out. I've never seen Thanks. you like this. Thanks, Let's fucking go. Let's go indeed. All right. Well, again, guys, I mean, Nick alluded to it. Go to TSSFantasy.com. He did mention all the great merchandise and all the roundtable as well. But we do also have the show on your fantasy league. So make sure you go check that out. All the latest and greatest take your fantasy league to the next level. So you want to go check that out again, tssfantasy.com. Also, we're on the Belly Up Sports Network. Make sure you go check them out. They got everything from wrestling to racing. We got you all covered there as well. And for the final act, if you are getting ready for fantasy football, Get on to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSSY. We're going to give you 100 bucks. That's, I mean, we're not going to give you 100 bucks. My bad. Well, we're going to double your $100 up to $100 on, and we're going to have some great additional prizes to our games that we're going to have this year. We're going to have Gatorland tickets. We're going to have Miami Dolphin tickets. We're going to have all kind of stuff on there. It's going to be crazy. Nick, why do we do it? Because we can. And. It's because we are the fantasy show of the people, the people, indeed, the fantasy show. We're in San Francisco. Let's hear what the doc's got to say. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in, and we are in for a treat, a San Francisco treat, might, might that be. My, last year, this team was the treat for all 49er fans. We are going to check out what the doc has to say. Welcome into, has to say, excuse me, welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. <laughs> hey, it's great to be here. Coming up tonight on the house call. I'm going to make what's going to be a potentially unpopular suggestion for your draft night tight end selection. Ooh, <laughs> the, the, everyone in the room just kind of hushed a little. All right, well, let's get to the tight end. I was just get right to it then. Get right to George Kittle. I mean, we, two of the guys that we have in the house call tonight do have a bit of history with injuries. So George Kittle being one of those guys, obviously his ups and downs um, go with injuries. So, Let's go to you, my friend, and your percent to the bench for George Kittle. Yeah, that was a really nice segue. Over the last three seasons alone, Kittle's missed 13 games. A non-disclosed lower body injury kept him out of OTAs this year. And Sports Illustrated had a piece about him earlier this month, and they said, quote, 
Health is the key. When he's on the field, Kittle is the most productive fantasy tight ends, end quote. And what they went on to say was, but he's not always on the field. He's missed 13 games over the last three seasons. So, you know, you talk about King Henry and how he's a great pick because he's reliable. And I think Kittle's reliability is certainly in question. Um, The article, the SI article also mentioned Kyle Pitts, essentially suggesting that it's unfortunate Pitts doesn't play for an offense that's going to unleash his ability. So my suggestion is maybe consider drafting a tight end who didn't miss any time last season instead of a tight end who we've got to expect is going to miss some time. Hasn't played a complete season since 2018. George Kittle is 65% to the bench. 65% to the bench. And if Dr. Miller had rankings, Kyle Pitts is above George Kittle right now in his rankings. Dr. Miller, what about the guy who, well, got him the ball last year? It looks like this season may start out on the bench, and who knows what team he might end up being on. But at least for now, um, if he does end up getting in or if they end up using both guys, Give me Jimmy G's percent to the bench for 2022. So here's a guy getting paid to average fewer than eight games a season. I mean, I feel like as the offseason goes on, we're talking about guys playing fewer and fewer average games per season. But but really, I'm interested to hear what our guests tonight are going to say about him, because I don't think anybody expects him back in San Francisco next season. And, And that's better to speculate on your end than mine. So the percent of the bench, does it even really matter with Garoppolo? If he's not in San Francisco, and are you drafting him next year? Because I'm not drafting him. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares what percent to the bench, Jimmy G? That's straight from the dock. And yeah, totally agree. I mean, quite frankly, um, you know, we thought um, with Cleveland's situation, we'd see Jimmy G, at least a deal come forward, especially if the league comes down and, and eventually hands down a, Uh, maybe a year-long suspension for Deshaun, you would expect, but they already signed Josh Rosen, already having Jacoby Brissett in-house, so it seems like the QB situation is getting kind of crowded. Maybe the 49ers end up using both QBs like they did last year. It's certainly possible. It worked. Look how well they they got all all the way to the NFC Championship. certainly worked for them, to say the least. All right, Doc, well, we do appreciate you coming in for the San Francisco treat, and we'll see you on our next stop. See you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, even though we have a Niner Insider in the house, we got some real Niner Insiders that we decided to bring in. Let's bring in, play the promo, and bring in the guest for 
our summer vacation stop in San Francisco. Bang, bang, Against all odds, weather the storm, built for combat and battle, young hyenas in uniform. We play no games with the opposition, we active, let the whistle be the bell, we gon' get out where we got mad at. Many have tried, but many have failed, the 49ers got the liveest fans in the NFL. I tried to tell them we back it, we never left and we got heart. Leave our stadium starting to feel like candlestick part. Uh-oh. Gold blood in my neck is frozen. Bang, bang, Niner gang. It's time tonight to celebrate all things San Francisco. Let's welcome in our guest. We got Big Vish in the house. Welcome into the studio, Mr. Vish. Uh, thank you for having me. One of the coolest intros I've ever seen for a show. And then I was like totally blown away by the transitions. You going to San Francisco. And then when you hit it with the Bang Bang Niner game before I got on, like, I got so pumped. That was awesome. That's a, Hey, that's how we want our guests to come in, get ready, run through the wall. We're ready tonight. It's football season. We appreciate you being here. Let's also welcome in Nick Winkler, also from the Bay. We'll just call him Bay Area Wink. That's what his, his uh, look like his handle is. Welcome into the studio, Mr. Nick. Yeah, thanks for having me. Like Vish said, man, that if you can't get pumped up with Bang Bang Niner Gang, then you, you don't belong on this 49er podcast. Come on. Ironically enough, uh, I had no idea that song existed, but last year a Niner fan in our fantasy league, my buddy likes to do, um, everyone ha- likes to have intro music. So his intro music, he picked that. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I went and looked it up, and so there we are. Here we, it exists. I can't even believe it. Also, welcome into the studio, Jordan Elliott. Uh, you're writer for, for Niners Nation. Welcome into the studio, sir. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be joined by you gentlemen, and especially, you know, Vish and Nick. Those guys are, uh, you know, the cream of the crop when it comes to 49ers stuff. So it's a pleasure to be here with them. Well, that is good news indeed, because we are not that at all. Let's get things started tonight. We're going to talk about the 2022 49ers outlook. Got to start with last year, ten and seven, eh, kind of did a you know a little bit of an okay regular season, but was money when it mattered. When you got in the playoffs, you better watch out. I mean, it was crazy. Beat the Cowboys twenty three seventeen. This was again when we're talking about one of the best playoffs ever in the NFL had to offer. Then you beat the Packers in the divisional round. Nobody was picking that. That was crazy. 20 to 17, great game there as well. Well, I'm sure you guys picked it, I should say. I meant none of the national people picked it. Um, and then, unfortunately, lost to the eventual um, Super Bowl champions. But 20 to 17, we all saw that. I mean, it was a very close game. Uh, you know, you guys definitely show and prove last year. It was a crazy season for you guys. Offensively, overall, with yardage, you were seventh overall, 13th in points scored. Um, seventh in rush yards and 12th versus, or excuse me, 12th in the passing game, um, which actually surprised me a little bit. Um, defensively, third overall for, uh, with yardage, 10th for points against, seventh versus the rush, and sixth versus the pass. So, again, defensively, you guys were all that last year. Combine that with a good running game, you got a good playoff football team, period. Um, in free agency, you guys added on a bit with uh, Chavarius Ward, if I've said that name right. I'm sorry if I didn't. George Odom, uh, safety, linebacker Oren uh, 
Funks looks like in uh, receiver. My my writing's horrible. I'm not even going to even try it anymore. Um, we lost a, a few people. Basically, you lost a guard, Lakin Tomlinson, defensive tackle DJ Jones, cornerback Kawani Williams as well, and defensive end Arden Keene. In the draft, no first-round pick, but in the second round, Drake Johnson, defensive end, and then he went offense after that with uh, running back, receiver, and guard. Um, so, look, I'm looking at this team from last year's team, and I'm basically in the same mindset of where the win total is, 10 to 11, but I'll just go back to what my previous statement was. A good defense and a great running game, which you still have, equals a good playoff football team, which could take you, which we saw last year, could basically take you guys anywhere. Who cares what I got to say, though? We got the experts in the house tonight. Mr. Vish, we're going to start with you. Give me your 2022 outlook for the 49ers. Well, you were pretty comprehensive with your outlook right there. That's a tough act to follow for sure. I mean, you covered the entire offseason like that. I mean, there were a couple details in there I forgot that you reminded me of. Um, but I'm totally with you. I like the 10 to 12 wins range for the 49ers. Um, I think the division being tough, Kyle Shanahan talked about it today on his podcast with Tim Kawakami on how this season he envisions a little bit like 2019 where there might be growing pains at the beginning like there were with Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019 with Trey Lance, but he feels like the defense and run game, as you mentioned, can carry them. I think that because of that, they might start a little bit slower, and that's why I'm not envisioning them winning, you know, 13, 14, 15 games, but I liked what you said. I liked the 10 to 12 wins. I, I just don't am at a loss for words because you covered just about everything else within the offseason. I should have left some meat on the potato. On the, Vish, on the potato. please, please don't praise him too much. He, <laughs> if you praise him anymore, his head won't be able to fit back in the house. Okay, <laughs> please. Nick, it's just gonna. Nick, I'm the guy that does the joke. I can right? see so the I, screen I, getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I'm the joke guy, bro. Come on, let's just let's chill. All right, let's go to Nick Winkler. Wink, give me, sir, your 2022 outlook for this 49er team. Yeah, you know, Cooper, when you mentioned the offseason, I think you left out the the biggest signing by the 49ers, and it was a re-signing, and that was the re-signing of Trent Williams, the the best left tackle in all of football that that to me was the biggest offseason move that the 49ers did because you did mention the guard that they lost Lakin Tomlinson I mean he was kind of the model of durability they they anchored that left side which is the blind side for the quarterback which is so important for this 49er team especially going into this new season with Trey Lance big question mark you know we saw him start a couple of games last year but it was still you know, you could see the raw talent, but at the same time, you saw the raw rookie as well at times. So that's going to be a big thing for me is what they're going to do at left guard and then what they're going to do at right guard and center as well. So the biggest question mark to me going into this season is that offensive line. But you mentioned that defense. I think they got better with Ward. And they lost K.Y. Williams, who's probably the best nickel cornerback in, in the NFL, if not, you know, top two or three. So that's going to hurt him a little bit as well. But, you know, hopefully they can, they can get Jason Verrett back healthy. He can contribute a little bit. Emmanuel Mosley there in the secondary. This is a team that 
is stacked on defense. I didn't even mention Nick Bosa. You know, like that's how and Fred Warner. Like these are this is a team that their identity is smack you in the mouth defensively, and then you know we'll figure it out on offense. So I, I like I like what Vish said with the ten to twelve wins. I think eleven if I had to pick you know an actual win total for the season because it it's a tough division. Yeah, Seattle lost Russell Wilson, but they always seem to find a way to, to hurt the 49ers some way. So uh yeah, eleven wins and, and I think that'll get you a wild card there in the NFC. Yeah, I you know who knows? I mean with this division unfortunately you're not going um probably unfortunately not going to win the division, but with the NFC being as light as it is, certainly you can see you guys getting in and making big noise like you did last year. There definitely no doubt about it. All right, my brother Jordan, let's go to you, my friend. Give me your 2022 outlook for the Niners. I think, you know, the natural reaction is going to be for a lot of people to really focus and put Trey Lance under a microscope, put this offense under a microscope. Uh, And I will be watching that, of course, as well. But to me, it really starts and stops with the defensive line and that defense as a whole. The the offense has been relatively consistent from a big picture standpoint over the last couple of seasons, barring the, you know, games where they have the starting quarterback out. That is something that I'm not really concerned about, but we've seen when the defensive line is able to get pressure, like this team really goes based on how that front is getting after the opposing quarterback. And we saw last season on the back stretch of the year when Samson Ebicom started to get more comfortable in his role, uh, when Armstead was playing a little bit more three-tag on the inside, they weren't just winning games. They were absolutely demoralizing opponents up front. And I yep. think that this year they have, um, you know, they have a really big loss in DJ Jones to replace, but I do think getting a healthy Javon Kinlaw back, uh, some of the signings they've made, I think Kevin Givens is a name to watch up front. They just have a really stout defensive line group. And I think one thing that didn't get talked about enough last year was how good D'Amico Ryans was in his first season as a play caller, as the defensive coordinator. And the job that he and that defense did, considering they never really had continuity at the cornerback position. And it was just a revolving door all year of guys getting picked up off the waiver wire, starters getting injured. And I think bringing in a guy like Trevarius Ward, hopefully having another year for a guy like Ambry Thomas to grow, having Jason Verrett maybe come back and be healthy. Like we saw this defense be top five for the last three seasons. And I think that they have the potential to be even better than they have been over the last few years. Yeah, no, totally agree. Justin, I mean, it's funny because, you know, I don't know what it is with the outfit tonight. We almost look like a little kid tonight. Like, he's all excited at the game. I'm Bro, right I feel like it. That. <laughs> all right, no, no, you don't know. This is the energy I carry with me every freaking 49er game, whether it's at Buffalo Wild Wings or it's at Santa Clara. God damn it. Let's go. Uh, it's our Niner Insider tonight. Give us your 2022 outlook. Well, see, it's hard to follow Jordan because Jordan mapped out all my arguments perfectly. Now we have a great secondary to build off of. We got Ward, Barrett's coming back after he had a really good year last year. Unfortunately, he keeps having those ACL injuries. Now you got, you know, Tart's out. That was one guy that we missed. Tart is now gone. So now we have to cover that up with hopefully the progress of Talona Hafunga. Um, And then you still got Jimmy Ward out there playing center field. And then, um, you know, obviously that front seven, you know, we've been really strong on the interior line. So that was hard to lose DJ Jones. Um, but obviously we got Robert Ture. We've got, you know, Kevin Givens, like Jordan said. Um, and then we've also got Armstead, who's going to bump into the interior every once in a while. He's going to bump in and out. Uh, Drake Jackson, excited to see what this kid brings. I mean, you look at his USC tape and you just see – I'm like, wow, this guy is just as like high motor wise as, you know, a Nick Bosa and having two guys like that 
you know, going after your quarterback, that must be scary for the quarterback. Um, on the offensive side, you know, it's business as usual. Now we insert Trey Lance and now we see if, you know, we can take that next step with a quarterback that can get it downfield a little bit more. Uh, I've had historic Jimmy Garoppolo rants. I am not going to continue that. I just like to call him Jimmy G, Jimmy Garbage Can. Take him out to the street and let somebody else take him. Um, but uh, as far as the run game goes, Elijah Mitchell was on pace to be the second highest rushing yards guy last year if he had 15 games. Like I counted out the top five guys, and what they all had in common is they all played 15 games. So if he played 15 games on average, he would have right, or he would have gotten 1,300 yards. So that would have put him at number two. He's a good running back. He's just a little bit on the smaller side, and he takes a lot of hits. He gets injured a lot. So it's going to be critical to have somebody to fill in for him afterwards. Trey Lance, I want to see the kid play. I want to see him play super bad. Everybody wants to get on him and go, oh, well, he he has a bad completion percentage. I was like, oh, yeah, he had 50% in his first game ever starting. Guess what his second game was? 69. That's not bad at all. <laughs> so – Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. I'm going to I'm gonna cool off after that because I am pumped to the gills. I could waste the entire episode talking about 49ers, and I'm glad that the panel is here, that it is here. Um, yeah. Thank Looking God that's that. over with. All right, let's go to Nick. No, excuse me, Flanders. What say you, sir, on, on the uh, 49ers outlook? Okay, so um, I don't know why you and the rest of the nation bags on Jimmy G, Jimmy Garbage Time. I don't understand it. Because his overall record is 31 and 14. Um, Kyle Shanahan should get down on his knee and ask him to, to marry him because Kyle Shanahan's record overall is 32 and 40 and 25 of those wins is with Jimmy G. Uh, Shanahan is 25 and 13 with Jimmy G and 6 and 18 without him. So he should hit, literally handcuff him to him and say, don't go anywhere. Be my guy, okay? I love you, Jimmy. All right. So that's that's number one. Um, I don't. Um, Trey Lance, he's two and two. Okay, he beat the Lions and he beat the Texans last year. Ooh boy, you and I can do that. Okay, uh, and he lost to the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Hold on. No, I'm looking at it right here. He didn't play the Lions. Uh, according to these, according to NFL.com, he did. He got in. He, 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 he played he a, a snap in the game, yeah. but yeah. he didn't start. Oh, okay. So fine. So, <laughs> so better yet. Now he's one and two. That's even better. Thanks. So anyway, no, uh, 
He just got two starts. Yeah. Oh, he just he got two two starts. The Seattle yeah, game. He, he came in the half. half the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So well, then, oh, so he's oh, so he, so he's one and one. Okay. okay. It's okay. Nick. So he's still five hundred. No big deal. Um, that's okay. I I just don't think that he's ready. How many games did did he play in college? Two, five. Okay. It was eleven. Sixteen. I don't. He's I not was- ready. I don't think he's re- ready. But uh, I do believe in John Lynch. I think he's a high quality GM. I th- I hope he knows what what he's doing. Uh, a couple guys that need to get on track right now is Brendan Ayuk. Does Brendan Ayuk what a, does does he want to be a player for the whole se- season, or does he want to start games and only play half of them? Because uh, he played the most games last year, and he was the third lead, leading receiver. Um, Debo Samuel's either crap or get off the pot. Pay him or or get rid of him because because you're going to create animosity in that locker room, and it's going to create a situation where you're going to implode internally. So Jimmy G is not going to go anywhere until another quarterback around the league gets hurt. All right. So, so then you're stuck with that situation. Uh, praise Elijah Mitchell is fantastic. Uh, he should be given the ball more. Your defense is fantastic. Okay. But with all that being said, I figured you guys going to be 10 seven again. You guys might tie for second, but you guys, I think, will come in third in in the, in the division, and uh, you just might be on the outside looking in on a wild card game. I like how Nick prepared tonight because apparently he had a poop on the Niners section, and then he had a praise because he obviously praised. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, listen, but listen, look, I'm not going to sit there and blow sunshine up their off their body. You want to again, go ahead, again. Cooper. Again, this is a celebration of the team. We don't poop on our guests. Listen, but here's the best part. Right now, they don't run go, the team. We're gonna go to a guy who has the most. Uh, <laughs> you got a charger if you're gonna poop on him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're gonna. What's What's the best part about it is you went pretty long, but now we'll have the smallest analyst here. And and here's the best part: the best dressed. All right, go ahead, Fred. Well, uh, for the first time, you know, me and Nick usually don't agree on much, but uh, 10 and 7, definitely. I don't think you start uh, Trey Lance. I think it's Jimmy G. I think they took you last year. You make Trey Lance earn it. You may maybe give him, see how the season goes. But you start Jimmy G, man. He's a, he's a proven winner for you guys. I just don't understand why nationally everybody wants to kick him to the curb so quickly. I mean, he's a decent quarterback. I mean, Trey Lance has shown you absolutely nothing, like, Nothing. And you guys, oh, let's start Trey Lance. I, I just don't get it. You're in a tough division. You got the Rams twice. You got the Cardinals twice. I mean, you still division game in the Seahawks. You just don't do that to to a kid. You know, you, you make him earn it. So what if he gets in for the third season? But Jimmy G is a proven winner. You start him in the playoffs. I'm not going to uh, rant on everything else because, yes, we know Samuel's good. Ayuk is good. Elijah Mitchell, all that good stuff. But that's me. I think they're going 10 and 7. I think it's just like last year, third place. And I think they squeak into the playoffs. All right, let's move on, transition on to the – we're talking about the season. Jordan, we'll go to you, work a reverse angle, and you tell me best game that you are most excited for this season on the 49ers schedule. That's tough. Uh, they play the AFC West, so there's a couple games that I'm kind of interested to see. Uh, you know, I really am excited to see Justin Herbert play. Uh, him, him and Trey Lance should be an exciting matchup, but honestly – it's the game against the Broncos because I want to see if this like 
Russell Wilson being larger than life and just seemingly beating the 49ers in the most improbable way at times for an entire decade is going to carry over or if that gets left behind in Seattle. So I would say just for the sake of kind of getting to the bottom of how this last decade has played out when he's the quarterback on the opposing team, uh, I'd like to see how that goes, uh, you know, moving forward. I like that one. Wink, what say you, sir? Yeah, that's a great choice. I mean, you know, Russell Wilson's been a thorn in the 49ers side for a very long time. So it'll be nice to see if it was just because he was in Seattle or if he's going to kind of take that, you know, up to Denver. But for me, it's uh, it's trying to erase the, you know, the bad taste in your mouth as a 49er fan of Jaquiski Tart just dropping that pick, you know. I mean, that that to me still hurts when you think about it because 49ers would probably win that football game if, if he makes that pick. So I think it's week four. It's at home. It's Monday night. The Rams are coming to town. I, I think that's the most important game of the season for the 49ers. Uh, and I think that, you know, you got to make Levi Stadium your home, right? It's still, it's still kind of transitioning from Candlestick. It's like, do they actually have a home field advantage there yet? I don't know. I want to see this game. It's on Monday night. Everybody's going to be watching it. Rams 49ers in Santa Clara. I like that one indeed. We had a comment. just want to put up here real quick from Aaron. Um, who who says Jimmy G took a team to a Super Bowl two times in five years, just becomes games managers and not good for fantasy doesn't mean they're not good for the NFL. Have fun with regression with Trey Lance's share. Ooh, we're, we're a hot topic in San Francisco, to say the least. Mr. Fish, what say you, sir? Give me a game on the schedule you're excited for. Yeah, so I, I'm going to give you one that I'm truly excited for. It might not be the most important game or the most interesting game for everybody. I'm interested to see the Miami Dolphins uh, play the 49ers. I, I like that I like that the Miami Dolphins got this 49ers South, 49ers East thing going on with Mike McDaniel. Um, there's a couple of things technically that I would like to see too. One, I think Miami is the most talented offense in the NFL in terms of everybody besides the quarterback. I think the offensive line has improved. And I think Waddle, Cedric Wilson, Tyreek Hill is beyond special. And so um, I think that there, that offense, I think it can work with Tua. We saw a version of it work with Jimmy G. Um, you just get the ball quickly to Tyreek Hill's hands. You get the ball to Jalen Waddle's hands. Those guys are outstanding with the ball in their hands. Just absolutely outstanding. Maybe not Debo Samuel, level but Debo Samuel-esque and so because of that I I would love to see the matchup and then the other thing is that Miami defense that they're running it's still what Brian Flores was running that defense in particular has had a lot of success against Kyle Shanahan Sean McVay against these guys I want to see if that success continues with Brian Flores and then of course Kyle Shanahan's the master game planner so I want to see what adjustments he's made over the last couple years against that style. I want our guests to know always, they're always welcome back. But Mr. Fish, you have a personal little spot right here. Anytime you want to come back on my show and talk about America's team, the Miami Dolphins, you can certainly come back. All right, Justin, what say you, my friend? Give me your most favorite game on the schedule. Um, Yeah, so my favorite game on the schedule is going to be against Kansas City because that's um, – that's the revenge game that nobody's talking about. Like they absolutely took control of the last 10 minutes of that game. And everybody's like, what the hell happened here? And I think the 49ers have to put that to bed. I think the 49ers get their second chance at Patrick Mahomes, the second chance to shut him down. And now they don't have that cheat code weapon that can get downfield 
and Tyreek Hill. Now we're going to see, can the 49ers completely shut down and, you know, demoralize this team the way it was doing for three quarters and five minutes of that Super Bowl? Can they finish the job now that Tyreek Hill is in Miami? So I think that's going to be a great game to look out for. All right. Lots of Miami references tonight. I love it. Nick, real quick, so we're not all night. Give us a quick game that you like, sir. Well, it's it's always week one sets the tone of the season. So if Trey Lance is going to start, let's see how good he is. So let's see if they can go into Chicago and and take on the Bears. Let's see if they can win the first game of the season and then find out where they are, how much work Nick. do they need to do. Nick is doubting you guys and against Chicago, but we're going to have to play that back and see what happens after that week. <laughs> Fred, what say you, sir? You got a quick game you like on the schedule. Yeah, always against the Cardinals. I think that's their nemesis. They've always finished two and three every season. I um, mean, if they can beat the Cardinals, take second place, uh, you know, definitely secure them a uh, better uh, seeding in the playoffs. So I think they got to beat the Cardinals every time they play. All right, you know, Vish stole my game, obviously. So let's take a quick break. Will we get back? It's time for Fantasy Feud 49er Edition. Oh, this is going to be fun tonight. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game, yet still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. So you put them up, reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All right, so for those who have not seen the show, which would be all three of you, um, on Fantasy Few, we unfortunately don't have any fancy buzzers. So basically, I am going to ask the question. There'll be five answers. You will give out uh, your shout out your answer. If you are correct, you will earn the round, if you will, and you'll have uh, three strikes to close out the five answers. So just like fa- Family Feud, once you get one correct, then you'll just go down the line until you get the three strikes. Then the other team will get a chance to steal, unfortunately. And as Nick likes to say, just one answer per guest. And Nick's going to throw that in there, so let me just jump in there now. All right, so we got an uneven amount of players tonight. So I think what I'll do, it appear, how the windows appear to me down here, I'm going to have Jordan and Vish together, and I'm going to have Justin and Nick Winkler together tonight. So those are our teams for tonight. Flanders, you're going to be our ju- Flanders and Jester. You be my judges. Let me know who signs off. If everyone's ready, it's time to play the feud.
Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. Not going to be a long game tonight because we got 49 experts in the house. I am excited for this. Let's get to it. Top five answers on the board. Here's your first question. Give me. In all-time 49er history, rushing touchdown leaders. Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Frank Gore is correct. He is number one on this list, number 64. I'm not sure who said it. Was that Vish? Yes. All right. That was Vish. Vish and Jordan, you guys got control. Who else you got? Uh, so do, like, am I allowed to yell them out too, or is it just Vish? Yeah, yeah, well, you, you guys are on the same team, so you can talk to each other if yeah. you got one. Hold on, Cooper. On my list, Gore's number two. Okay. All right, well, let's just keep going. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll look it up <laughs> as we go. <laughs> who do you have number one? Or Text me who you have I, number one. I think I know who number one is. I was either, way, guess. either way, it's correct, so we're good. Wait, so who who goes now? Jordan, you guys, you guys control. Yeah, you guys are Jordan. You guys control it. So, Jordan, are we thinking Joe Perry's one if Gore's not one? It's got to be right. Million dollar backfield. Right, exactly. So I'm guessing Joe Perry. Joe Perry, and not the guitar from Aerosmith. Um, that was him. Then then I'm thinking Roger Craig's got to be one. Roger Craig. This is where I'm a little bit unsure. Garrison uh, Hurst has to be there too, right? Okay, so this I don't is know about I, the touchdowns with Garrison Hurst. I'm just going to, just so we're clear, this is what I have. This is from, um, and I apologize, I should have wrote down my source, but it's the one I get all the stats from every week. But they have Frank Gore, number one, at 64. They have Roger Craig, two, at 50, and they have Joe Perry, Tyler Roger Craig, at 50. So I don't know if this was before. So I don't know what the deal is with that. So anyway, either way, you still got one, two, and three. doesn't really matter. You're still missing uh, four and five on this list. So that's where you got no strikes. I don't know about you. I feel like Tom Rathman has to be on this list too, right? I was I was thinking him. I was thinking Steve Young has a chance. Oh, well, yeah, actually, yeah. Steve, so that one you're going for? What do you think? You can. I'm not sure. You think it's worth a guess? I, I trust Vish. Yeah, let, I, it, let's go. Let's roll with that. Steve, All right, Steve Young. Young. He's actually tied for fifth, uh, so I was going to give it to you either way. So there was another guy oh. there for fifth, but you do have uh, – so you got one more guy left. You guys got no strikes, but there's one guy, but there's actually two guesses you can make that will be correct. One of them has to be Rathman, right, Vish? Or, like, I feel like he has to be on there. Jordan, Ronnie really wants to get Rathman in. I, mean, I, I trust you- Damn. Tom Rathman was number ten with twenty six, and he's tied. So he's so so he's actually ninth. Best coach though. All right, Vish. What else? What else? You guys got? You got another one, Jordan? I'm thinking this has to be 
I don't think it's Ricky Waters. I don't think it's Garrison Hurst. It ha- I'm thinking it has to be someone from, like, the old times, but I don't really know the names of the players. I know I've seen this list vaguely sometime in the past in Pro Football Reference, and I'm kind of sure that it's an older guy. I just don't know the names of the older guys. I don't remember them. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Now, I have, a, I have a phone number you can call called 1-800-EXCUSES. He double-striked us. Shoot. <laughs> Took too long. <laughs> you, got, you got any guesses? In I don't have a clue.com. Mine would have been Hearst. I'm not saying that's what it is. Like, that's the only one I can think of where the longevity was there before that, like, you know, 50s, 60s, 49ers team, so... I'll leave it to you, Vish. You, you've earned the right to make the final call here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you because I I can't think of a name right now. Right, just throw Garrison Hurst out there. All Garrison right. Hurst. Oh hell no! Garrison hey. Hurst tied for ninth with 26. Nick, the I think you, you and me both know who it is. The fun part, the fun part about the Garrison Hurst is that we have a Jets fan on. That's the one thing, main thing I remember. Garrison Hurst is that yeah. overtime run he took to the house on the Jets. That was our first week of uh, of uh, football. I'll never forget that. <laughs> All right, so two guesses, yards. Nick and Justin. You got two guesses. I mean, two basically players you can get, but it's four or five on this list. Two guys. You got to guess. It can't be Waters. He didn't play long enough with the Niners. No. I think it's Ken. Ooh, do it. Throw it. Ken Willer. Ken Willer. Old timer. Justin nailed it. Hey, Justin might look like your stepson or your little brother at a kid's game, but he is coming to play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Ken Willard is number four on this list with 45. The guy I mentioned earlier tied with Steve Young, J.D. Smith with 37 tied with Steve Young there at number five. All right. Yeah, you'll be let's... forgiven, Niner fans, if you don't know those guys. They're, they're well before our time. Yeah, well I mean, before. listen, the fact well that you – I'm totally impressed that you could even come up with a name, Justin. So that was very impressive, sir, to say the least. All right, let's go on now. We're going to really test your Niner fanhood now. This is where we really get people. Top five answers on the board. Here's the question. Opponents. Now think of opponents. All time in your Niners history, but active teams now. Give me the teams 
that you have the best winning percentage against? Saints. The New Orleans Saints. I should have said the Aints. That's my bad. Not marching in on this one. Who else? Vischer, Rams. Jordan, you got the Rams. Oddly enough, I want to say the Patriots. The Yeah, that is odd. Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons. Uh, are we sure we're fans here or what? You know what? This is the one that tests everyone. It's always the big test. But listen, I mean, what are we at? 28 more to go? I mean, you're going to get one. All right, Justin and Nick, it's your guess. Go ahead. What else you got? You got one, Nick. Detroit. The Detroit Lions. Good guess. Great. 27 against Detroit. I I think Green Bay is there, too. Green Bay Packers. 27 now? Justin, you're up. Six remaining. 26. Wait, is it most wins or highest winning Winning percentage? percentage. Oh. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, right. wait, 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 wait. Nick, wait. hold on. Nick or Justin are up, and then you then you can go. Nick or Justin, go ahead. Um, Thank you, Justin. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because I know Frey's been talking a lot of shit. I'm gonna go with the New York Jets. The New York suck, suck, suck. <laughs> nice. That's a damn shame. They are on this list, (laughs) crazy enough, number two. You guys are 11 and three all time against those sorry Jets. All right, Justin and Nick, you guys control. Now, don't forget, you already have a strike against you. So one strike, and you got number two on the list. What else you got? Think about bad football teams. Yeah, just just think about the terrible ones through the years. Uh, You know what? What's up? What about the, what about a couple teams that we beat in the Super Bowl a couple times? Like, like the oh, Bills. That's not a bad idea. Or the Bengals? Yeah, let's go Bengals. I like that. The Cincinnati Bengals. There. They are number four in this list. You guys are eleven and four all time against the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, one strike. You got number two and number four. What else you got? I want to go back to the well of Super Bowl dreams that we have mopped up. Uh, let's go with the Bills. The Buffalo Bills. I think he looks in. Somebody did their research tonight. Number five, the Bills are five, two, and one all time. You, or you I got can... five, two, one all time. I can go ahead and eliminate me ever coming back on this show again and, and say the Dolphins. <laughs> the Ma- America's team? What? <laughs> I, I wouldn't even put it correct if it was. All right. What else? You guys got one more strike remaining. You got this, Justin. Uh, so I'm thinking about, like, what has been a historically bad team? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I went with the Saints. I went with, like, an old NFC West team. 
And then, you know, we already had the Atlanta guest there as well. Yeah. I guess they played so many times that win percentage gets kind of get closer to 500. What about like Houston or Cleveland? Or like Jacksonville. Yeah, like one of the newer franchises. Yeah. Your I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to let Wink finish it out. <laughs> it's in Texas. <laughs> Way to go. You guys, that's number one on this list. You guys are four and one all time against the Texans. So you got Texans, Jets, um, you're missing number three, and then Bengals and Bills. So number three is just remaining. That's it. And you got one strike left. What you thinking, Wink? Yeah, I mean, somebody somebody like Jacksonville or Tennessee. Oh, no, Tennessee's been around a long time. They were Houston before that. Right. Mm, mm, it's a tough one. You want to go Jacksonville? Sure, let's do it. The Jacksonville. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Jordan and Vish, you guys have a chance. You talk amongst yourselves to steal it here. You got one team on this list, this number three team all time. You guys got to guess. Jordan, what do you think? You have any ideas here? I, I was thinking maybe like Chicago, but I don't I don't feel great about it, but I I feel like that might be it. I think that's a good guess. I think let's go with that. Okay. The, the Chicago Bears. I'll I'll see it to you, Vish. Yeah, I thought that was a, you know, No, nah, it's good one. Looking toward that old NFC North, you guys were close. It was the Bucks. They were eight. You guys are eighteen and six all time hmm. against the Buccaneers. All right, it's two zero. You guys got it. Bish and Jordan, you guys got to get on this game right now, or it's about to be a clean sweep. We're gonna go the opposite end of the last question. Top five answers on the board. Here we go. Give me again, opponent wise. Give me the top five teams you have the worst. Winning percentage against Saints, the New Orleans Saints. I had to go back and look at the list. The Saints. I hate to say it, but Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks. I had to scroll up a little bit. It's been a while since we got a correct one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The Seattle Seahawks are number three on this <laughs> list. You're 17 and 29 all time against uh-huh. the Seahawks. All right, guys, you're up. What else we got? Green Bay, maybe. The Green Bay. Not in the postseason. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens. This guest to Jordan. He's two for two. Say never more. They're number one on this list. Two and four all time against the Ravens. I want to go. Uh, you encounter 
Chargers. San Diego Super Chargers? I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. I think they're in L.A. now. Justin and Nick, you guys got a lot of meat on this bone. You got number two, four, and five on this list. This takes few tonight if you can take it. What you thinking, Wink? I mean, it's got to be a team they don't play too often. Same kind of thing, a handful of games. Uh, they've just kind of had bad luck against them or something. Maybe a team like the Patriots. Yeah, I was thinking the AFCs too. I was thinking of the Patriots yeah. and Dolphins for some reason. I was I was thinking the Dolphins because of the with uh, Commissioner Cooper he over here going like he was just like what the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, because <laughs> the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, Dolphins. That was it. Was not giving anything away. It was just disrespectful. That's all I was saying. <laughs> Let's do all it, right, Dolphins. Let's that, do Dolphins. The, the Dolphins, the America's team. The Dolphins? Oh! Nice one. I just want to make all Niner fans hear this, hear me right now. America's team, the Miami Dolphins, you guys are five and eight all time. We're number five on this list. Number number two, the Browns. You guys are 10 and 18 all time against oh. the Browns. Wow, that's crazy. And that's how about crazy. how about number four? This is even crazier. Number four, the Panthers. You guys are eight and thirteen against the Carolina wow. Panthers. How crazy is that? All right. Well, good game tonight, but of course, in some games you got a winner, and sometimes you got a loser. Congratulations, Justin and Nick. And to our losers, go the spoils. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. So sad. Great game tonight for the 49er Fantasy Feud. Appreciate you guys doing that. We're going to take a quick break. We get back. The fantasy show of the people is going to talk fantasy. Crazy enough. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? (laughs) Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Night, night, night. Sorry. And now possible choice. Now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed.
We look forward to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget TSSFantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the People. The Fantasy Show, the people indeed. It's time to talk fantasy rankings. I hope you are ready. I'm 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 ready. Well, as always, we start at the quarterback position, but quite frankly, this is one of the more perplexing positions um, to select, really. I mean, you have Trey Lance last year played in, and it was the, well, that <laughs> depends on who you ask, how many games he played in last year. Um, either way, he was the 40th ranked uh, fantasy uh, quarterback last year, but again, that was on a limited uh, uh, limited games that he played in, so we didn't really get to see all of that, all of a full season from Trey Lance. We saw what Jimmy G did, though, in his games that he was in. He was pretty effective. 17th. He finished 17th overall. This year, I don't know where to rank these two, quite frankly. I like Trey Lance if he overtakes, um, you know, and is, is the solid QB number one. But quite frankly, I don't know that to be true yet. So we don't know camp starting. We know what they want to do. But who's to, who knows what he's going to look like in camp, what he's going to look like in preseason. So it's hard to really put a – put a finger on where to put either one of these guys but i do like trey lance and the possibility again look how look at the look at jalen hurts um how well he's done with the uh all the additional running on the ground obviously put it in the air the addition of aj brown um trey lance has pretty some pretty decent guys with obviously debo samuel being the big dog and as nick alluded to when brandon Ayuk shows up he's got a solid number two as well so complemented with the running game Anything's possible for either one of these QBs. So I do like Trey Lance if he starts, but I just don't know where to rank him right now. Justin, our Niner insider, help me, bro. Where do I put him? Quarterback 13. And where do you put Jimmy Garoppolo? 33. Because he's not going to matter this year. He wouldn't even matter if he played on an actual team this year because his fantasy value has never been that great anyways. I mean, I don't think this guy has ever finished inside the top 15 of fantasy rankings. So, Take the doctor's advice. Do not go after Jimmy Garoppolo this year. Not good. Um, Trey Lance, you know, he's finally going to get the opportunity. They said go seek a trade to Jimmy Garoppolo. So that tells me Trey Lance is our guy. We're going to roll with him. And why wouldn't they? They invest so much capital in this guy. Why are you going to let him sit on the bench for a second straight year when you could go out there and see what you got? I mean, look at three years of sitting on the bench. Look what it did for Jordan Love. The guy doesn't even know how to go out there and, you know, and game clock and control a game, you know. So when I look at this, Trey Lance is safely outside of my QB1s at QB13. And I think that he has the value to move up. He can run the ball really well. He's got, you know, a big arm. They've been working on his mechanics this year. And if he can show more of that Houston game than he showed in, say, the Arizona game, I'm all for it. I think that he's going to have a good year. I think that anytime you have a running quarterback, just ask Jalen Hurts. You are bound to be a little bit better than the rest of the crowd. Jalen Hurts, everybody calls him a bad NFL quarterback, but look at fantasy last year. He was a top 10 fantasy quarterback. 
So go get Trey Lance. Don't feel bad getting him at that second round value either. And don't let anybody else down talk you on it. Just be bold and stick with your guy. Stick with your guy indeed. And, and, you know, silly me not to mention Jalen Hurts don't have somebody like George Kittle. That's for sure too. Nick, what say you, my friend? Where do you have uh, Trey Lance? Well, right now I have Trey Lance ranked at 24 due to his – the reason why is – Num- number one, he doesn't really have a whole volume of, of play to go off of. So we know what skills he is built to have. And with the coaching staff that they have out there in San Francisco, you know, they're saying that his arm's not that strong. Uh, you know, uh, not them, the uh, media. So they're going to have in a lot of RPOs. It's going to be a lot of Jalen Hurts style of play. Um but right now, I have him ranked at 24 because of there's not a lot of body of work. And then, uh, as Justin had, had alluded to, look, when, when someone tell, tells you, go, <laughs> go seek elsewhere to be successful, that means you're not coming back here. He can't, he will never be back. He'll never be back in that, in that locker room. So, um, so for that, I have him ranked in the, in the 40s. Fred, where do you have Matt? Um, I do have him outside the top, the starters, Jimmy Garoppolo, thirty-three, just because of the trade thing that was came out the day before yesterday. I, I don't see um, Trey Lance being. I, I'm kind of like Nick. I don't see him in the twenty twenty-one area because uh, even even if he was to be a starter, I, I really. You know, second second year quarterbacks don't really do too well, especially in tough divisions. You got the Rams there, you have the Cardinals there. Seattle's no slouch in their home stadium. Uh, fantasy value, I'm staying away from both. To be honest with you, mm, say what? All right, Nick, what say you? Do you agree with these other two guys? Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh my bad. Uh, yes. No, I figured you were going my to me. Fault, my fault, my bad. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I think I think with Jimmy G, it's really difficult to to kind of bring him right now because you don't know where he's gonna be playing. It won't be in San Francisco. They they've kind of made that abundantly clear that he's gonna go elsewhere. So if he ends up in a place like Seattle, which you're hearing a lot of if they cut him and he has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, I mean he's shooting up my rankings, right? I mean, if that's a landing spot for him, he he jumps immediately into the top twenty, maybe even the top fifteen when it comes to quarterbacks, because he, Jimmy G is an accurate quarterback. You know, he can get the ball to his guys. And when you have two guys like that, that's impressive. If he ends up in Houston, then he's outside my top 30. I mean, it's, it's really tough when it comes to a guy like that with Trey Lance. I think the, the, the ceiling is so high with this guy. I mean, you talk about Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. We didn't even mention Danny Gray on this show, who's the fastest mm-hmm. wide receiver coming out of this draft, who's going to stretch the field and open up everything else for Trey Lance. So for me, I, I'd have him right around 12, 13, 14, somewhere around there. I probably wouldn't pick him as my first guy, but I think having him as your backup quarterback, he might be starting come week five or six for you for the rest of the season. Jordan, what say you, sir? Do you concur? 
you know, I think the rushing floor alone makes him an intriguing option. Anytime you have a mobile quarterback, when you're talking about fantasy, it adds value, just like it does to, you know, the reality of football. When you have a guy that can utilize his legs like that, it's going to elevate the floor of an offense as you're getting used to those growing pains. Vinch, Vish, sorry, mentioned earlier when he was talking about how the first couple of weeks it might not click all at the same time, but I think that there is value there. Um, and even with Jimmy G, like so much of fantasy these days, I admittedly don't play as much as I used to, but it seems like a lot of it is trending towards dynasty super flex. And there's always going to be value for a quarterback that has starting experience and who can be a starter in the NFL. And if Jimmy ends up on a team like Atlanta, you know, you have a guy like Kyle Pitts, you know, you have a guy like Drake London. We haven't seen what he's going to do at the NFL yet, but there are weapons there. And I do think Arthur Smith is a creative enough play caller that there is some kind of value, particularly when you get into that kind of super flex sense where, in my opinion, any quarterback that has any inkling of, you know, a chance to start maintains some kind of value. So maybe just my own strategy, but if you are in leagues like that, I would recommend finding value there in the later round simply because it might be a trade chip down the line. You guys know when quarterbacks get hurt, unfortunately, it's part of the reality of the sport. All of a sudden, a quarterback like Jimmy G that maybe in August when you're drafting isn't that much of a commodity is something that people are lining up to get come October, November. So I think both guys have value. It's all a matter of just where your strategy is in terms of building that roster out when you're drafting. And you're going to be hating it if you're last on the waiver order, to say the least. All right, Vish, what say you, my friend? Where do you have them at? Yeah, it's kind of tough to go forth in this panel, huh? Because everybody covers just about everything. So I, I don't really play fantasy. I, I quit playing fantasy football about four or five years ago. I just felt like it was a little bit of wasted time. So I, I kind of forgot how the rankings work. But the one thing I'll say that both Jordan and Justin covered that I remember from my fantasy playing days is that the running quarterback always is more valuable than the uh, pocket passing, whatever quarterback. And so I always used to try and take these younger, more athletic quarterbacks. Like for years in fantasy, Cam Newton would be my quarterback. But um, And then there were a few others in between once Cam started getting taken earlier and earlier. But um, basically, yeah. So because of that, I think Trey Lance will have good value because obviously the run game, Shanahan, and then the fantasy aspect of it. In terms of Jimmy G., Honestly, I think there's like 20 quarterbacks that rate where Jimmy G rates the ones that nobody picks up. They just sit in free agency the whole time and people pick them up when they have a buy and they just, you know, it's just one of those where if you don't have one of those top two or three, you know, top 10 quarterbacks, you just try to pick one up based on matchup and this guy's going to give me 20 points this week. So I think that's who Jimmy G is in fantasy. All right, guys. So listen, after that, we're shutting the show down. Vish says fantasy is a waste of time. We're done. All right. That's it. No, just, <laughs> just messing with you. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on to the running backs. And that's really obviously the meat and potatoes of this offense. Um, Elijah Mitchell, obviously, um, you know, Justin brought up earlier. He was on to a great season last year. Injury certainly did hurt him. Ended up um, at number 24 last year. Um, Trey Sermon as well, same thing. Injuries also plagued him. I mean, plagued basically the whole 49er backfield, quite frankly. Um, but that definitely hit a, hit, hit, a, hit a little bit of a snag with that as well. And if I'm saying this name correctly, Tyrion Davis-Pierce. If that Davis-Pierce, that's the rookie you guys brought in. Um, so I'm not... You know, and again, that's why you guys are here. You guys can tell me a little bit about him because I really just have no idea. I only get one day. I got four kids, so I get one day to watch football, and that's Sunday. So I got no, I got no idea about the college guys. That's it. Justin, you're our Niner insider. What say you, bro? Where we got these, uh, got these guys ranked at? 
Yeah, so Elijah Mitchell, it's, it's hard for me to to rank him inside the top 10 of the running back room because of his injury history, because he is kind of, you know, Kyle Shanahan's system is pretty much run the main guy into the ground and then, you know, next man up type situation. That's kind of where he's always been. So for me, he's at 17. He's a good value as an RB2. He's an even better value as an RB3. Um, but you definitely need to at least get somebody to handcuff him with. Um, I think if you're going to handcuff him long-term, you're going to look at somebody like a Jeff Wilson, um, you know, maybe the shorter term goal line back work, Tyrion Davis price uh, price had an up and down mini camp. Uh, one guy that actually shined that probably won't make the roster. Unfortunately, hopefully he gets that exclusive tag for the undrafted free agents. The guys that go on the practice squad is Jordan Mason. He was supposedly shining pretty hard. But that's not somebody I would recommend going and picking up right now unless you're in like a really deep dynasty league. So, yeah, I would say, you know, with Tyrion Davis-Price, um, don't jump the gun with him. Don't make him like your priority handcuff. But he is a guy definitely to look out for. He might play that Brian Robinson role in Washington where they're thinking this is going to be the goal line guy. He's going to get a lot of that work. Um, all on maybe like Michael Turner in um, Atlanta on a lighter side. So, yeah, I got Mitchell at 17 and everybody else is kind of really not ranked. I would say Jeff Wilson's the best guy for your buck because he'll probably be going after Davis Price and he'll probably be getting the majority of the workload if Mitchell goes down. But, you know, after that, it's it's kind of a crapshoot. It's it's a committee backfield when somebody goes down. All right, so I got to bust his chops now since he says fancy waste of time. Let's give Vish our some room tonight since he had to go last last time. <laughs> go ahead, Vish. Let's talk about the San Francisco running backs. Tell me where you where you got him at. Where you think? They yeah. Are. So I don't know about the rankings again. The rankings, <laughs> I don't know them. So, but it's I'll tell good. you my opinion. Good. I'll tell you my opinion on the running back room. Um, I'm gonna have to take a hard disagree with our resident 49ers expert in Justin. And I, I, I don't think Elijah Mitchell is going to be the sole guy ahead above the rest. I think it is going to be a running back by committee. It's going to be based on matchup and it's going to be based on who's hot a lot, like how it was in 2019. I don't really like Jeff Wilson's odds. I, I don't even know if he's going to make this roster. I think Ty Davis price is going to be a, get a really good shot at being the guy in the run game. So the Niners, you know, their traditional outside zone running team, right? That's what Mike Shanahan and Alex Gibbs installed, very famous for. Well, the two years they coached in Atlanta, in excuse me, Washington, the Shanahans, they ran a lot more inside zone than they have ever run. And that was when Alfred Morris popped off. And the reason was because they were winning the edge through using the zone read. So therefore they didn't have to run outside zone to win on the edge. And guess who's tailor-made to run inside zone and reminds me of Alfred Morris, but faster, Ty Davis-Price. And with Trey Lance going, I think that Ty Davis-Price has a really, really good shot at being the guy in the run game. Um, I'm a big Trey Sermon fan, too. I think he's the most talented running back um, on the 49ers roster. If you want to run inside zone, Trey Sermon was the inside zone god at Ohio State. I mean, he ran inside zone to perfection. Um, they just don't seem to really love his style. He's not as one cut and go as Shanahan likes. And Ty Davis Price fits that style more. So if I had to put my money on a guy, it would be Ty Davis Price. Alfred Morris 2.0. All right. You heard it here first. I love it. Jordan, what say you, my friend? We'll go to you. What do you say about the uh, running backs? 
Uh, I agree with Vish. I think it's going to be more of just, you know, like a kind of who's hot. I personally, you know, don't like backs and Shanahan offenses when it comes to fantasy. I think that it's a situation where, you know, if you happen to luck into a guy in the later rounds, like a Ty Davis price, or you take a chance on Trey Sermon, like there are people out there who threw a dart at the board and got Elijah Mitchell last year. Um, I think that that's fine, but I wouldn't go into this expecting anybody to be the number one back and have that kind of bell cow role. Um, I think that Shanahan has kind of always been the enemy of people in the fantasy world trying to predict his backfield because it seems like there's never any kind of set, uh, you know, rhythm to how he does things year to year. But I just think that, you know, the offense is too good to overlook it entirely. I just wouldn't be going into this, you know, loading up on receivers and tight ends and then just like, oh, I'm going to come back and take, you know, Trey Sermon or TDP in the 13th round and expect that to be a guy you can just plug and play from week one. All right, Nick, wink, excuse me, wink. What say you, sir, on the running backs? Yeah. I mean, let's not forget what happened week one last year when everybody thought Trey Sermon was going to be the starter going into the season. And then he was a scratch, a healthy scratch. And Elijah Mitchell all of a sudden was, was handling the ball. So I'm not a big fan of taking fantasy quarterbacks into Kyle Shanahan's system because it could be Jermichael hasty one week, Jeff Wilson, another Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon, Ty Davis price. Like you just never know what's going to happen. I'd be more of a guy that's going to look at the waiver wire, you know, and pick up one of those guys, you know, that, that later in the week, you know, maybe week four, week five, all of a sudden, oh, you know, Mitchell's a little banged up. He might not go. Well, who, who looks good in practice? Who's going to be the number two? Who might get a big bulk of carries? So, yeah, I, I wouldn't rank any of them relatively high when it comes to fantasy. I'm a big Elijah Mitchell fan. But, again, you know, if you're going to keep giving him the rock 25 times a game, he's not going to last all season. Indeed. Listen, we're going a little long tonight. We need to get our guests out of here. So let's talk about the receiving threats for this 49er team and we'll close it on out tonight Debo Samuel obviously the man the myth the legend last year I earned a lot of respect or he excuse me he I I he learned a lot of respect last year I mean really really just came he was all over the field I mean I love Debo Samuel last year number two overall um we talked earlier about Brandon Ayuk you know the ups and downs and he shows up we had a had a decent season last year you brought up Danny Gray earlier. Jawan Jennings was another name that I wrote down here, which you guys can tell me a little bit about too. George Kittle, obviously the man, the myth, the legend at tight end. If he stays healthy, obviously a big, big threat to, at the tight end position. Wink, let's go to you first, sir. Give me what you think about the receiving threats in San Francisco. I mean, you got to love Debo Samuel, right? It's just I feel like his price tag might be a little high in fantasy because he's probably not going to replicate what he did last season when he rushed for the most rushing touchdowns by a wide receiver ever. That's not going to happen again. So people are going to want that and expect that, and he's going to go probably too high for me in fantasy drafts. But, yeah, I mean, Brandon Ayuk, Danny Gray, you know, these are guys that you might be able to get late round. They might be a flex for you, a wide receiver three, depending on what kind of league you're in. You mentioned Jawan Jennings. I mean, he had a lot of touchdowns. That guy had a lot of first down conversions, too. So if you play in a, a league where first down conversions get you something or you play in, you know, a full point per reception league, then that he might be a guy that the 49ers lean on a little bit more this year. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. Vish, what say you on the receiving threats for the 49ers? Yeah, I think Wink did an incredible job covering just about everything. Um, I, I I do think that uh, you laugh because I say it every time, but the, the reviews are so comprehensive. What do you expect me to say? It's tough to just restate what somebody else states without uh, at least giving them, attributing the credit towards where it came from. Um, but the one thing I, I will say is I'm pretty high on Debo Samuel. 
uh, having another huge season. I think this team revolves around Debo Samuel. I think this offense revolves around Debo Samuel. I think him and George Kittle are Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey-esque in terms of the level of weapons they are as a duo. I think it's that level where you have a top, you know, four or five receiver in the NFL, probably a top offensive weapon in Debo Samuel, and then the best tight end in the NFL in George Kittle. And then I, I really like Ayuk actually as well in terms of fantasy. I think that a lot of people got scared away from Ayuk because of what happened at the start of last season and what his hype was that offseason. But if you actually look at um, how he played the last nine games or so of the season, he was an exceptionally consistent performer. I expect him to perform along those lines. I don't look at him as, you know, your traditional receiver one or receiver two in fantasy, but I think he's a definite flex and you could probably start him every week because he's going to be consistently giving you good production. And so, yeah, that would be my take on the 49ers receiving threats. Ooh, Vish don't know about rankings, but he's calling out your flex spot. I love it. All right, Jordan, what say you, my friend, on the receiving threats in San Francisco? Uh, honestly, it's kind of the same as the running backs. Like, you know, Debo Samuel's a transcendent talent. I think Ayuk's really good. I think George Kittle is phenomenal as well. But I think just the way the offense is going to go, uh, I don't think that the target share is going to be clear cut week to week. And I don't think that the passing attack will dictate enough volume to justify the position that I think a lot of these guys will go on based on their ability. I think is again, it's a situation where if you're comparing non-fantasy football like the actual product on the field people see how talented that group is and it's going to make them want to draft those guys higher but I still think Kyle Shanahan is going to want to run the ball a lot more and again I think there will be those growing pains as well so uh, Kittle would probably be the guy that I feel the best about of that group just because I think that tight ends the you know the drop-off is much steeper at that position than anywhere else and I think he still will be in that level of elite production in that group but I just wouldn't feel great, you know, drafting Debo Samuel early in the second round. Not because I don't think he's one of the best receivers in football, because he is, just because I don't know that he will be able to replicate the production he had last season based on the way I think the offense is going to go. All right, let's kick it to our panel real quick. We got to get our guests out of here, but just tell me real quick where you got these receiving threats at, where you got them ranked. Justin, let's go with you. Uh, yeah, so I got Debo Samuel, number seven. I think he's going to regress off the are the rushing touchdowns, like Wink said. Uh, I got George Kittle number one, surprisingly, but I think that's because with the target share that he gets now with a guy with kind of a bigger arm, they might actually turn into more yards and hopefully some more touchdowns. He needs to get in the end zone a little bit more. Um, Ayuk, I love Ayuk this year. I think just like Vish said, you know, he had an amazing. After week eight, he had an amazing stretch where he was very consistent and he was kind of out of the doghouse. So, you know, they said it was the doghouse all year long, and we saw it after week eight. Uh, Jennings is a sneaky, sneaky play. He's a big slot. And then Gray, like Wink said earlier, is actually a real sneaky dynasty play because you can get him at the end of fourth rounds and rookie drafts. And a couple years, he might be something big. Nick, real quick, where you got him ranked up? I have Debo at sixth. I do not have Ayuk ranked because he's too inconsistent and plays when he wants to. And I have Kittle at number five. Nick, always the dark cloud on a sunny day. Fred, I am the realist. Don't just don't. 
Ayuk, I got him around the 30 range. I think he'll he'll get his act together. Be a good uh, second receiver somewhere. Um, Samuel, I, I agree with. I believe it's the this Nick over here. Uh, I think he's gonna be in the top, uh, maybe around 11 or 12. There's no way you can re- replicate that type of, of of point scoring. And last but not least, Kittle's four. I have him behind uh, Waller and Kelsey and uh, and Andrews out there in Baltimore. So that's where my rankings. Nick, sunny days. We're sweeping the clouds away, and we're closing out the San Francisco tree tonight. Jordan, we'll start with you. Let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, all that kind of good stuff, and and find all your great stuff at, sir. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, My at's on the screen there on Twitter, at Jaylee Elliott. My work is at Niners Nation and SB Nation, so you can find me on either of those sites. And, uh, yeah, pretty much sums it up. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, we appreciate you having having you on tonight. Did a great job on the feud tonight. Um, I don't think, I don't know what Vish, I don't know where were you at tonight, brother? No, I'm just messing with you. Thank you so much, Vish, for joining us tonight. Let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, and, uh, you know, all the great stuff so we can uh, follow you this year. Yeah. Just follow me on Twitter. My ad is right below at Vish Kumar and you can follow me there. Great. Do you have a show you do Vish or are you just, are you just, no, uh, not anymore. I'm a working individual. Uh, so I actually just started working for the first time in my life. So I just graduated college and did that. So I want to let things settle with that before I, uh, that's awesome. All right. Well, we... I, I, the jester just laughs at every single thing I say. So that's I'm a jester, too, bro. bro. I'm a jester, <laughs> bro. That's, that's, I laugh that's at everything. That's the thing, man. All right, Wink, well, we appreciate you, my brother. Thanks for coming in. Let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, and and all your great stuff, sir. Yeah, Happy Area Wink on Twitter. I uh, pop on the Locked On 49ers podcast every Wednesday for Winky Wednesdays. Uh, that's it. Winky Wednesday. I like that. Winky yeah, Wednesdays. I like that. That's just catchy. I got to pop in on Wednesday for sure. All right, guys. Well, again, we appreciate you. Excited for this San Francisco team this year. A lot of great possibilities for them. Like I said earlier, great defense. Compliment what a great running game could be big things in the playoffs for the San Francisco team again. All right. For well, we appreciate you guys. We'll be back on Wednesday where we'll be in hot Arizona. We appreciate you, and we are out. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.